It's the me, I'm so do 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 I'm going to just, on the top of the show, say that this was supposed to be the next show, and the next show was supposed to be this show. So this was not supposed to be our 50th show. This was supposed to be our 51st show. But instead of oversleeping, I slept early? I don't even know how to call that. You failed. I I took a nap, and that nap turned into me sleeping the whole night through. I was up at, well, for me, ridiculous hour this morning. But. What's weird is that it actually showed you on Skype last night. Yeah, because it's because Skype is for the Windows. It says I'm always on. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're on. Where are you? So anyway, so yeah, so yeah, we're we're uh, fast forwarding a little, which is kind of disappointing because there is one thing I want to talk about, and I was hoping that our our guest for that time was going to be here, but we do have a special guest. First time on the show, first time ever watching the show as well, too. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> we have, and I don't believe I'm going to say it this way, the Demon Slayer. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, if your username on YouTube is Demon Dude Seven Seven Seven, and now we have Demon Slayer here, does that mean that he's going to slay you? Eventually. Okay. And I'm okay with that. I, I think he's waiting for my game collection to grow a little bit more. That way he can then slay me and take it all. It's like claiming the, the loot at the end of the quest. Yes, exactly. <laughs> loot the bodies. Exactly. <laughs> so You know how much time I killed doing that in Assassin's Creed? I'll play through and I'm like, I'm going to loot every single body I kill. And then while you're doing it, people are watching and they're like, oh! The nerve. That's a dead man. It's like. <laughs> well, it's kind of the same with Elder Scrolls. You walk in the person's house, kill them in their house, and then loot every single item in the house. Even if there's no value to it, just so you can throw it somewhere else. They need to be a game like that, but where you're the villain. So you just could be like, I'm going to kill every single one of them, and then I'll kill the guy who owns the house. I'm just go for, go for it and make it. I did that in Hitman 2. Mm-hmm. I went in the first level of Hitman 2. I killed everybody in the level with nobody with nobody being the wiser. Mm-hmm. And I earned a level of uh, they ranked me as a psychopath. That sounds pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a pretty realistic game. <laughs> I'm impressed. So we we gotta jump in and I don't know, Demon Slayer. Do you want to explain why you're the Demon Slayer? Sure. Yeah. It's uh, so I grew up in Japan. Uh, you know, that's where I'm from. And uh, over there, uh, well, now it's a bit different. But back in the '80s, they required by law everyone coming into the country to create a Japanese name. And so I had to create a Japanese name, and I didn't speak Japanese at the time. I didn't know shit about Japan. Um, you know, the only words I knew were the ones that adopted in English, like sushi and katana. Uh, so I looked at a dictionary with the little Chinese characters and stuff, and I tried to piece together a 
word that had a sick ass meaning. Uh, and uh, the one that I wanted to do phonetically sounded a little bit like my English name, mm-hmm. uh, but had the meaning of demon slaying sword. Oh. And so that's what I wanted to do. And, uh, but then the immigration officer is like, nah, nah, nah. That sounds like a Yakuza name. <laughs> and so he made me pick something more staid, uh, which actually was also way more Japanese sounding uh, or normal Japanese. So, so you, you, yeah, you follow uh, the advice. Um, cause like when I went to, when I, when I went to Korea, we, it, me and Mike were talking about the, the meetup app and like I used the meetup app and they would have these uh, places where people were trying to learn English. So you were encouraged to talk English the entire time. And you have these Korean people who are learning English who pick American names. And their American names are always way off from what their Korean name is. And I'm like, you should pick something that's close to what your actual name is. Because you're going to have to answer to this. When someone calls that name, you can't be like, you'll be, hey, Bill. Bill. That's right, I'm Bill. That's Bill. Yeah. This is, <laughs> you can't have that. And that's what that sounds like what what you did, and I'm like that that's that's like great, yeah, because if people are gonna call you that, you want to at least have some kind of recognition of the name. <laughs> well, I mean, what if the person's name was like Moran, and then they're like, okay, I'll just be moron. You know how many times that you're like, hey, what? <laughs> what? what? Well, that's like if they're in New York, yeah, it's like my moron. Oh, I, I. Oh, oh, you mean that? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> We, I have to do this. I, I have to do this because every single guest that comes on gets this. Um, so just so you know, Demon Slayer, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to explain why I did this. Okay. So I think you know where I'm going, Ben. Yeah, yeah, it's a little shuffle time. Okay. Yep. Here it goes. I'm the Demon Slayer, and that's what I do. And afterwards, I'll make out with you. The one mistake that I learned one day is not to reenact my game of Ray I found a girl. Man, she was great. She came from my car. She was about eight. I lured her to the Kennedy and bent her over my fender, but the only demon that got slain was a this, was this sex offender. All right, let me explain this now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to insult you, but then I'm going to explain why I'm insulting you and why it is not an insult. Have you heard the sex offender shuffle? No. Okay. Oh, you've got to see the sex offender shuffle. Afterwards, go on YouTube and look up sex offender shuffle. Um, it's it's a joke, but it's like these people that are, are you know, we don't here want to cause no trouble. We're just here to the sex offender shuffle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's from 2014, but it's, it's made to look like it's from the 80s. And it's it's just it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. The problem was it was playing on that TV in the background one time. I think we were just like laughing for minutes straight at one point about this. My name is Laura Hughes. I'm here to prove that women can do it too. <laughs> so yes, Doctor G, which um, you know as the guy that uh, shows up to game days, and five minutes later is like, okay, I gotta go because my wife needs me. He got it too. Okay. So, so just so you know, it's all good. Yeah, so. he had to go and like leave early in our the last episode we did with him because he had to go do tech support for his wife. Like, <laughs> Dude, we got two more minutes. We're on the last thing. We're just about to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, that's always he always has to leave early. 
But there's something I wanted before we get into the topic today. There's something that I want to discuss. And I did, I, I was hoping Dr. G would be here for this because he was kind of a part of this. But I think Demon Slayer can um, jump in on this as well, too. This is so weird, Dr. G, Demon Slayer saying that all. But, you know, I don't know if it was last episode, but the episode before that, um, because both episodes he talked about Metroid. And you brought up a couple questions. Speaking um, of uh, clarifications, I just want to clarify. I said that when we, we, we talked about the Desert Island gaming, which I think was last week, uh, I said that for an arcade game, I picked the Simpsons game. I'm going to change that. I want that arcade flying game where the thing moves you around so much that they have to put ropes around it so people don't get hurt. That's what I want. So I'm changing my answer for last week. Why don't, okay. What about changing it to like a Neo Geo with uh, 54 games in it, you know? Well, he said only one cheating? game, so I was taking that pretty strict. Yeah. So but anyway. If you're doing that, then I want the Neo Geo with the eight game built into it. But okay. <laughs> so you were, we were talking about Metroid, and you brought up Metroid Zero Mission. Mm-hmm. And you asked two questions about it. One was, isn't it the same layout of the original Metroid? And the answer to that is yes and no. Yeah. And, and then they added stuff to the map. They, well, there's, there's things about it. They, they added stuff to the map, yes. They added weapons that weren't in it. Like, you didn't have super missiles. You didn't have speed boosts. Extra save points. Well, oh, save yeah. points. There, there were save, save points, points to begin with. They added save points. Yeah. <laughs> there's also the fact that there was lim- probably limitations on the Nintendo at that time. So you didn't have four by four rooms or rooms like they could only be one screen vertical when going horizontal one screen horizontal when going vertical that was a rule that they didn't break until super mario brothers 3 there might have been another company who did it beforehand before you know like not anybody leaves a comment but you'll get some guy saying oh wait a minute so and so did it first but the big game to do it first was super mario 3 yeah but you can go up and you can go left and right at the same time so and also the items are not the items are generally in the same place but when you get to missile packs and energy tanks, because they're double energy tanks in it, mm-hmm. they're not. Those aren't exactly in the same place, um, and I mean the overall maps are kind of different. So that's why I say I lean more to a not really like it. Um, it's close enough, but there's just differences to where things are placed and size of rooms that it's not really the same. Plus, it has the the world, the outside world, which you couldn't do. Go to Metro. You couldn't go to your ship on the outside world. And it has that really horrible, um, after you beat Mother Brain, the really horrible uh, Metroid Gear Solid part where you're going through their base and you have to hide from them and everything. And I'm sorry, that was really bad. So that was the first question. Second question was, it was a good game, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah. Then when I went back to play it, I remember why I only played it once. It was an, it's an average game, but it did something wrong that wasn't really Metroid. It hooked me on Metroid. So for me, it was a good game. It That's was a, the thing. Metroid that game it was, I got it when it came out and when Prime came out and Fusion came out, the whole formula of the 2D Metroid changed. It changed from the exploration to the item grab. Mm-hmm. Because this was more okay. Get this item. Okay, you got this item now. Now go over here and get this item. And it told, kind of told you where you had to go. Whereas you know Metroid and Super Metroid, they don't do that. 
you're kind of on your own to explore the world and find and Super, Metroid, I mean, Super Metroid is the best, still the best one in the series. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They nailed the world layout on that one. They nailed so many packs. I mean, if you look at, if you look at, um, like the the Madeira was it Madeira is a water level or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's a north and a south exit to it, but you may never even realize that there's a south exit to it. So I mean, this it, there's just so many different ways and paths you can go into Metro, and that's what made that one so great. See, this is why we're different in a newspaper because when a newspaper does their corrections, they don't put it on the front page. But we do. <laughs> we got it. Uh, we just got. It. So, so Demon Slayer, do you have anything to add to that one? No. But, okay. Well, uh, yeah, I just I'll say it's not really an, an addition, but I, I agree with you for the same reason that you said. I'm not a fan of the later stuff. Love Super Metroid. Mm. Yeah, Super yeah. Metroid seems to be like universally loved. That's it's like that's where they should have pretty much stopped. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but no, companies never know when to stop. I know. Yeah, well, like, you know, they stop when people stop paying for it, and schmucks <laughs> pay. They pay tons of money for all this nonsense. Like they never stop. We're like on the tenth Harry Potter movie, and he ain't even in. The, he hasn't been in the last two. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep pumping them out. Like, oh, it's the Harry Potter universe now. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ugh, ugh. <laughs> okay. All right. Star Wars and what they've done with that. I'm going to, okay, so I decided for quarantine, I want to go through all the Star Wars on Disney+. Plus. I am currently into season two of The Clone Wars, which The Clone Wars is actually really good. I wish the movies that were, that took place around The Clone Wars were good. (laughs) But the series itself is really good. (laughs) So, oh, yeah, that's like a, a, a hodgepodge mess. It really depends. That whole series is like, who's running it? Like, oh, this guy's running it? Okay, that might be okay. This guy's running it? Stay away! Stay away! <laughs> Stay in this course! Stay in this course! Wasn't there talk about, like, Quentin Tarantino doing a Star Wars or something like that at one point? If they did that, it would have to be a non-canon done just so we could see how messed up he could do it type of thing. I'd probably watch it. It might not be in my favorite one, but it can't be canon. Mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't Star Wars. It was Star Trek that he was supposed oh. to Oh, Star Trek. Star Trek. Now Which, I want to Quentin Tarantino Star Wars. Actually, Star Wars kind of is Quentin Tarantino-esque. I mean, when it came out, it didn't go in order. <laughs> we had the true. middle of the story first, <laughs> then we had the beginning, and now we have the end. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek ending? It'd be like, Kirk, I can't believe you said that. Bones, Spock, you guys said it too. That's the beginning of the movie. I was gutsy. And I'm going to shoot you anyway. And then they all blast each other at the same time. That's the beginning of the movie. And then the whole movie itself is explaining how they got to that point. But not in order. True. <laughs> That's true. Never in order. It's not in order. And it always has to start with, like, Kirk walking into, like, a, a strip club and getting a hooker. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of on brand for him, though. <laughs> that wouldn't be, yeah. I mean, he, he, he didn't care. Kirk was into anything. He's like, you got green skin. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Let me show you. Let me give you the VIP tour. You got green skin. Well, guess what? I was just in Bangkok. <laughs> 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 uh, 
those 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 old chats that we had yeah yeah was that that one wasn't recorded was it that was like we did that before recording yeah we did that before recording and i don't remember what we were joking about it just we were being like 14 year olds talking about how bangkok 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 and lady boys lady boys too yeah yeah okay now i remember it (laughs) that's what i'm saying kirk's into anything uh oh uh, i don't know i mean yeah it was the 60s (laughs) maybe (laughs) it's bigger than i've ever had in my mouth (laughs) all right so we gotta get this started (laughs) Wouldn't that so, be like? Wouldn't it be? Uh, okay, never mind. I was gonna say, wouldn't that be Sulu? <laughs> yeah, this road again. Uh, that, okay. Why? Ooh, Sorry. Captain, I like this planet. <laughs> Why do you like this planet, Sulu? There's no women anywhere. There's only half-naked men. Yes, Captain, but uh, this waterfall over here is very, very nice. I like looking at it. Yes. <laughs> Okay. All right. So today, today we brought on Demon Slayer for a specific reason. Yes. Uh, we have done in the past our top five games and our top five least favorite games. Yes. Okay. Now I remember what we're doing. We yeah. figure that it's good time for us to have some special guests come on and list their top five favorite games, so we can tell them how wrong they are. And- <laughs> And their top five least favorite games, so we can go ahead and try them and find out if they're actually bad or not. I do remember we put this episode together, and I now know I am completely unprepared. That was the plan. Yes. That's why I'm so unprepared that I didn't know I was supposed to be unprepared. (laughs) Now, before before we start, I just want to, before I forget, I told you that I had these two controllers on my computer, right? That's all I need. I have now added another controller. Would you? Ah. I've actually Bluetooth my Wiimote into my control, into my computer, so that I can run it through Dolphin, which is actually really cool. Now, in order to do that, do you need like special drivers for the PC to get that? No. No, you can just Bluetooth right in. Oh, really? Because I have, uh, I mean, I don't have the uh, Wii Motion Plus, but I got the Wii, Wii Remote, like I went right over there. Well, I think the Motion Plus might cause slowdown when you're actually doing the uh, movement on the screen, because you can get a, a USB sensor bar. Oh. Which I'm actually, I ordered, and I should have it, you know, mid-next week. So I'm going to actually try the sensor bar. But I, I've actually, I ran um, one game already, Called like I told you, the game that I would have on the desert island broke. Yeah, uh, because it doesn't. It uses a classic controller, and it was running smoothly. Okay, so you're going through this trouble of getting it working on your PC when you have how many Wii's at the house? Two. And how many of them are jailbroken? Uh, none are jailbroken. They're homebrewed. It's jailbroken. I you know. got software on it. That's not signed. That's jailbroken. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, it's it's kind of the whole options, you know. I can go I can go to here, I can go to there, I can go to the TV there, I can go to the TV out there. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Whatever keeps you. What did they say? It's like wherever you, wherever you have you are, it's available. Yeah, and it's actually more fun for me to do this than to actually play the game, which is kind of weird. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. 
Like I'll spend hours and hours setting something up, and then like I've been I've been working more on my my Android box, setting up uh, my front end on that. Uh-huh. I had a 5200, 7800, Intellivision, ColecoVision, got it all running. Have no intention to play any of them. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly. It's it's a whole victory feeling. Exactly. It's like it works. Cool. And then you play like one round of Pac-Man just to test it. Cool. Not touching this again. so anyway let's get started so i think we should start with the um, top five worst games according to the demon slayer oh okay okay and and i guess it's appropriate my little call sign for this because of my first thing is related to demons uh it's more of a category than an individual game but anything that would be described as souls like Alternatively, you, you could say anything where if you read the comments, someone will say, get good, son. Any game like that, I fucking hate. <laughs> Sorry, you're talking like the great soundbite. Everything like that, I fucking hate. <laughs> the, the, so, so the, when you say that, you're talking like the first game that comes to my mind is Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm in a bit of the wrong crowd here. You guys maybe don't know about this is more recent gaming stuff. So oh, okay. there was this game, uh, Dark Souls. There was a sequel, Demon Souls, uh, and there's okay. a whole bunch of others. And they're sort of action, kind of plodding, actiony games, but they're they're meant to be brutally hard. Like think old yeah. school Ninja Gaiden times oh. ten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like where you're like world class gamer if you can even beat half the game. You know, they're they're ridiculously hard. They're meant to be just absolute masochistic torture. It's one of those it's one of those, hey, what'd you do for the ending? Ending? Uh, we didn't even bother. No one's gonna get that far. They had a great skit, I don't like for Double Dragon Three, where they show uh, Dave from GameStack. He's there playing it, and it shows it like like a montage where he's playing Double Dragon Three, and he's like going nuts on the controller, and he says, "That's it, I did it, I beat the first level." <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually um, interesting. We bring this up because before I forget, I want to throw this out. Doctor G came up with a show topic. And he actually wanted to do it instead of his thing. I'm like, dude, you're you're a guest. You can't do. You can't just change our topics. But um, he actually had a good topic, and I think we should have Demon Slayer on for this and Doctor G at the same time, which was our top five most stressful games ever. Okay. So, so we'll we'll put that on the back burner though. So I just want to throw that out there. So. What anyway, your, back to on top. Controller, what are your controller breakers? The ones yeah, that you yeah, throw yeah, it against the wall as hard as you can. Could you imagine, like, if the Dark Souls series, if, like, when you get to it and you beat the ending, all you get is congratulations, the end. Yeah. Please try it on oh, a harder yeah. level. And to be honest, yeah, this, <laughs> this kind of ties into my next category-ish. Uh, so uh, one of the another thing that I kind of hate about some of these games uh, maybe not all the spinoffs. So there's a whole bunch of these things that are now called Souls-like games. So they're not made by the company that made that series, but they're similarly meant purposely to be punishing. So mm-hmm. people call them Souls-like games. Uh, 
not all of them are like the originals. The original are very much Japanese. I mean, they're made by a Japanese company. They're very flamboyantly Japanese, by which I mean fucktarded. Uh, and that leads me to my next category. I hate anything that's anime-ish. Even if it's a good game, even if it's good combat and stuff, like, uh, oh, man, what is it? There's a Fire Emblem. People keep telling me I like Fire Emblem. Never going to play it. Never, ever, ever, ever going to play it. Did you, play, did, you, super did you play Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Oh, Scott Pilgrim? Oh, no, that's not even that anime. No, no, okay. I'm talking like, you, you know, the one where it like, okay. looks like you're watching an anime show. They got crazy big spiky hair. Oh, Everyone looks like they're eight years old, but they're super hypersexualized. So, so basically a JRPG. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> None of that shit. Don't like any of that. Don't like the anime style. Don't like the chibiness. Don't like the giant eyes. Don't like the... <laughs> voices and shit. Don't like all the Don't like the ridiculous, like, just... Ri- it's just fucktarded. I don't like anything <laughs> about it. What, what do you think about um, the uh, dating simulator games? <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I hate those. Hey, those. Oh, so dumb. Now, that said, though, Lauren did buy this oh, wait, game. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We gotta, we got, we can't use the name, so uh-huh. we gotta come up with like the Demon Slayer's toy. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my, my girlfriend, uh, she. Bought there we this go. Game. Yeah, give her the just give her roll. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you guys might have heard of this one too. Uh, it's a Hatofuru Karashi, so a heartful boyfriend, but it's a pun because uh, Hato is also pigeon. In Japanese, and so basically, it's one of those games, one of those dating games, except the the girl you play is the girl, so it's a reversal, and the girl's human, but all of the prospective mates are all male pigeons. Oh, he said it. All you guys want to do is Packer, man. (laughs) (laughs) And and that one is fucktarded, but in a way that's really funny. It's kind of like making fun of the rest of them. Do you know so, about that game that, that Mike told me about? What was it? The, 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 the one where you, you, you're with a girl and her mother and you're trying to sleep with both of them? That was in his rap. It was Ray Play. Ray Play, that's right. You did. It was in the rap. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> so, so, what yeah. is your take on, on Ray Play, Demon Slayer? Oh, I've never played it. Don't care. Uh, it's dumb. I've done that in real life. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mother and daughter. Really? And sisters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so should we go on the list now? Number three. <laughs> so, uh, next one is uh, another J thing. Uh, it's actually made by the same company that made the Dark Souls, Demon Souls, or whatever. Uh, from software, and it's Armored Core. Fucking hate Armored Core. Hate it so much. <laughs> it's probably the most disappointed I've ever been. Why is that? Well, because I love mechs. Love mechs. Love everything mechs. You, you'll find out when I tell you my top favorite game ever. Uh, you love the mechs. Setup with the, with the, the setup with the two joysticks? <laughs> Uh, well, you, you, could, you could play it that way. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> in the mic. <laughs> oh. like I know they did for like a lot of mech games, they have it where you have you have two joysticks to uh, the move your guy around. Oh, not an armored core. No, no. Oh. Armored core takes it and takes it to like the anime kind of Gundam, where they like, despite being these giant building sized things, they move around like little fairy sprites. <laughs> But, yeah, but it takes like it makes it completely shitty. So like not only do they do the thing that they did with the the other series that I mentioned, they make it insanely difficult to a point where there's probably like a hundred people in the entire world who've ever beaten it. But then they also make the controls completely fucked hearted, so that even though it's a it's a console based game, so you play with the little uh, dual shock controller. Yeah, but they make it almost like a simulator. So think like hardcore mech sim, but somehow they tried to make a dual shot controller do 300 commands. Oh, and you have to do it at the speed of light because it's one of these games where they like Gundam style where they flit about and stuff, you know. So you're not plotting along, right? You don't have time to think about things. There's 800 missiles coming at you at once, and you got to dodge a barrel roll over here. And don't dive down here and shoot 800 enemies and yeah, basically you're doing that. You're doing like gymnastics on your controller and stuff. It's it's just terrible. Dude, if, if, if it's one of those games where you're holding your controller like, okay, I need to hit map. Okay, so R1, R2, and L2 all at once. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of shit they do, and it's just I like think you're trying so... to reset your system. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe if you I do that actually... in an emulator and you hit the same buttons to bring you back to the menu. <laughs> <laughs> I could put that game on the future list, the most stressful as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, man, let's see. So, all right, while we're on... Uh, I agree with you on that. Games with too many commands, where they, 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 take, they try to take like a PC game and they try to translate all the keyboard stuff to one controller. They did. It's called Wing Commander 3. On I played the wing station. Yeah, it, they did that. I played it, and it's, I'm looking over the things. It's all seriously like to fire a missile. It's L2, circle, and R1. And oh, like, I, like I'm like, dude, there's no way I'm ever gonna remember this. Something you're gonna use a lot too. Like, I mean, if if other jet games that I played or any indication, those missiles come in handy. I mean, you don't use them. You don't use all your missiles as soon as you start the game, unless you're me playing it for the first time. Uh, <laughs> when you're playing, you you do use them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then my next thing is another kind of category. It's related. Anything made by Kojima after Metal Gear Solid 2? That's, right? that's a good one because I would go anything made by him in general. Yeah, you're not a Metal Gear fan. I, I, I love Metal Gear, but when I see... Here's the thing about him. He is really good at telling a story. But when it comes to the gameplay... He is really good at telling a story. <laughs> I mean, and, and it irritates me because I was actually talking with Dr. G about this last night. The people that like, that are, oh, uh, I hate Metal Gear on Nintendo. It's a piece of crap. Well, why? Well, because Kojima said he hates it. So I hate it too. So you've never played it. No, but I know it sucks because I heard that. There's so many of those out there. Didn't like it, and it's like, well, okay, that's one opinion. But did you look at other opinion, other opinions too? You know, it's like, 
Yeah, no, he he because he was with Konami, and then he had a fallout with Konami after Metal Gear Solid Five, I think. Was that yeah. Where and then he went and formed his own company, and I tried so hard to get into Metal Gear Solid. Oh, <laughs> did I ever try to get hard? It's so hard to get into the series because you hear all this stuff about it, and I'm like, "Why? Well, this is a good. This must be a good game. It must really." So I tried and I tried and I tried. It's just too much. <laughs> to me, it's just it's just too much. I'm like, well, this is like, oh yeah, I just I like Splinter Cell. It's the same style of game to me. Splinter Cell, for, I, I thought that was phenomenal, but the, the, I can't get into Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, and 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 Demon Slayer can kind of understand where I'm saying this. Here's my really quick rundown of my favorite Metal Gear games. So five will be anything else after that's not on the slip. Four would be Metal Gear Solid. Three would be Metal Gear Ghost Babble. How much input do you really have into that? Like, barely any. Ghost Two Babble. would be Snake's Revenge. And number one would be Metal Gear on NES. So your favorite Metal Gear games are all the ones he had nothing to do with. Exactly. And yeah. it's, not like, it's not like I'm anti him. I, I play a game by... I play a Metal Gear by him, but it's just... I don't know. I just can't get into them. And I tried. Yeah, like I'm playing that the the the, the part one of five because five came out in two different games, which mm. I'm like, okay, all right, fine, that's how it is. Uh, so I'm playing part one of five where you're trying to break into this camp, and I'm like playing it and get I'm like I'm in the camp and I don't know where to go and they're not telling me anything, and I'm like, do you really think that before I'm gonna play the game I'm really gonna sit there and read every single mission briefing shit you give me? <laughs> I am not army. I'm not doing this with my job. I'm not expected to know all this stuff. <laughs> one one thing um, that a lot of these uh, Metal Gear fanatics like bring up about the like the old NES version is that they're like, oh, it's completely unplayable because it doesn't give you the solution for getting through the forest area anywhere in the game. My thing to that is you, you, you meet the doctor at the end who tells you how to destroy the Metal Gear, and he says you have to put these 16 explosives on the feet in a specific order. He's like, you have to go right, left, left, right, left, right, left, left, right. Oh, I forget. You figure it out. So you have to do this, and you have to get them in the right order. If you don't, then you don't blow it up. Then you have to load your game again, do it again, try a different order. And and you're saying that the NES version is un, unplayable? Yeah, it's. Um, I was thinking like this is the reason why I had trouble getting into the newest Zelda. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like I don't like games that hold your hand too much, but this one here, they don't hold your hand at all. Mm-hmm. They're like, is it like if you take your kid, you take a kid, you bring him to the deep end of the pool, and you just push him in and say, okay. <laughs> Learn how to swim. <laughs> yeah, it's a fine line, I think. Like with everything in life, it's a fine line to tread. And a lot yeah. of times these games, I think the ones we're talking about, they either go all the way to one side or all the way to the other, and neither is good. Yeah, and that's actually how the Zelda series was. There's some Zelda games where they hold your hand through the whole thing like as if you're a child. Mm-hmm. And then how do they feel playing the new one where they're like, okay, save the princess. How? I don't know. Saber. <laughs> yeah, sword figured out. Yeah, here's a sword. Good luck. <laughs> All right, so we got number one of the, the most hated, right? Uh, 
Yeah, this is my my last of the earth, the most hated uh, Fallout seventy six, and that is it's on the list for a number of reasons. It's on the list because actually, you see, Fallout is on my favorite, good Fallout, and Bethesda has destroyed the last little vestiges of goodwill in the community. I don't think anyone trusts the Fallout brand anymore. And who knows, they may never make another Fallout game after how colossal of a disaster 76 was. I also hate it because Fallout, to me, was always a single-player game. And they tried to make it multiplayer, online, MMO, blah, blah. <laughs> and they put, you know, microtransactions, all that dumbass crap into there. And, and then the thing that I hated the most was not only did they make it online, but they tried to make a persistent universe, and they made it so that the only beings that you'll meet in there are other players. There's no NPCs, hmm. so most of the game you're just all completely by yourself. And then every, occasionally you might you know, run into some other players, and then it's just PvP. And so then that sucks, because then you know, if you're not lucky like the first time you see another character at all is another person and all they do is to shoot you and take your shit wow that's like it, that was the idea that was they were gonna have with that one game uh, i think it was called spores or something there was some game where or no that wasn't it there was some game that would they would go and looking for other planets and it would generate a new planet for you and then they said the chances of you running into another player they were there but very unlikely because the universe was so big yeah, and that, they had all these grand promises, and then the game came out and it flopped. But you know, the thing, that's what it got me thinking about. It. It's like, yeah, that that's would be the same thing. It's like, okay, I'm here, I'm in this strange place. What now? Yeah, I know what you mean. God, what was that game? What am I doing now? What, what's the point? Why am I here? <laughs> like eternity, or something like that was the name. What's that? Was it like eternity or something? Was that the, was the name? No, it's something skies. Uh, no Man's Sky. That's no what Man's Sky. That's no what Man's was. Sky. Yeah. Yeah, that one was supposed. It was supposed to be like the big game where if they pulled it off right, like it, it was grand promises, which is what gaming industry they do a lot of. They do these grand promises and they don't deliver. I'd yeah. rather have you tell me it's not going to be much, and then it ends up being coming something. Because we're about huge when it comes. All to they ever show you are the FMVs, and you're like, oh, whoa, this is what it's going to be like. Here it was. Here's what it looks like if you ran it on the best computer money could buy. Right now, <laughs> you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So so this is ah uh, man yeah. So hate Fallout seventy six and then I actually picked an honorable mention for both categories. Uh, so this is my honorable mention for most hated, Dying Light. You guys ever heard of Dying Light? No. Did you ever hear of Dead so Island? No. That was in a soap opera. Dying Light was in a soap opera. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a soap opera. Oh man, I think in a soap opera based on this, it would be the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> it would be so much better than the game. For, for Steven, how could you leave me? We have a child together. Don't can't you just hit circle, circle, square? <laughs> circle, circle, square. Oh man, no, this. this I mean, that would be maybe a little pretty funny, but uh, this would be even more funny because essentially what this is, is it's a zompocalypse down in Latin America. Uh-huh. Isn't so this pretty imagine racist? a soap opera, you know, crazy zompocalypse, military coup at the same time as the zompocalypse, so all hell's breaking loose. Plus, you know, they love their telenovelas. 
Well, it, <laughs> they, they come on screen and they're like just dancing in the corner. <laughs> and then the zombie comes in because <laughs> this is like not your Romero zombies. This is like 28 days later kind of zombies. So they would just wreck shit. <laughs> Did you ever see that video where it's some soap opera, probably a telenovela, where the girl is uh she she's like it, it's she's like 12 or whatever, and she's like on the outside of the gigantic staircase, and she's kind of like just walking down like because she thinks it's fun, and she falls. And some guy who's two rooms away goes, no! And within, somehow has the speed of the flash, is able to get underneath her and save her from falling onto the ground. No. And, and they just what? keep cutting from him running and her slowly descending to the ground. And I'm like, <laughs> have they ever seen someone fall? Do they know that this is actually pretty quick? It's usually pretty instantaneous. <laughs> <laughs> you know what end up being better than that is so is what what is it called daylight skies what the, the game yeah it's dying light dying light i, I swear be, that, is, that is that is definitely a soap opera from the 80s with this How about this? dying light dying light the bollywood version <laughs> that's <laughs> what it was the thing the clip i was talking about it was from bollywood Oh yeah, that does. That sounds like it. That's yeah, all that's what it was. Yeah. I thought it was no love, but it's Bollywood. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, it's so, so funny. It's like no, slowly, 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 slowly. And then he comes in sliding, catching her, and then yes! they start dancing and singing. Exactly. Yes. yes. You saved her life. You can marry her now. Plus, you touched her, which means you either got to marry her or we have to stone her to death. One of the two. It's- well, that's more so anyway dying lights on there because and it's it's not in the main list it's a, a runner-up because it's the kind of game where i have a real love-hate relationship with it uh it's a sequel to dead island which is the I pre- heard of dead island. yeah it's great love dead island was prepared to love dying light i love a lot about dying light but it just has a bunch of bugs, and even though a lot of the bugs were patched, there's still some persistent bugs that just break the game, and they just make it. This is also, is, by the way, is totally going on my list of, of uh, most stressful games because it's it's very difficult. Not so. It's not like the Souls like like it's you can beat it. It is possible. If you're unlucky and one of the glitches hits, then you're just fucked. Mm. And, like, the big thing about this is it was taking the kind of Zompocalypse thing from the first game and then expanding it to, like, a huge map where you have an entire giant city. I mean, we're talking, like, imagine all of New York. Like, huge city to roam around in. And you could do this parkour stuff where you could run, climb up, drain pipes, get up on the rooftops, jump from rooftop to rooftop. And you think, oh, that's great, right? And that's, you know, that's how you get away from the zombies and stuff. But there'll be some of these glitches will be like, you'll be on the rooftops, you're thinking, like, oh, sweet, I'm safe. And then somehow a zombie down from the the street level will glitch and come up onto the roof. And you won't even know because you won't hear it, right? It'll just come from behind and you're just dead. And it's like, what the hell? I'm yeah. like 100 stories up on top of a skyscraper. How did I die? You, you sound like me. Like the, 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 the new WWE game is so glitched out. It does shit like that where all of a sudden like somebody is boom, they're in the ring and they're fighting you. And when they were not even there – or it, uh, it's, uh, the ropes go crazy. It's all kinds of crazy stuff. It's all amateur. 
this shit. I mean, this is the twentieth version of this game, and you're st- you, you you haven't fixed this yet. So that's why it's on there. It had a lot of promise. I like it. The parkour stuff works mostly, but man, those glitches are pissed off. Oh. Combined with bad gameplay design. So basically, like, let's say you beat a mission, mm-hmm. you don't actually officially get credit for the mission until you return back to the safe house. So sometimes you'll go through this long ordeal to do this whole mission, you know, you'll run out. You'll get supplies from the city, and you'll, like, deliver them to some people. You'll save somebody from a zombie, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, sweet, I beat the mission. Then you're running to get back to the safe house so that the game actually counts it. And one of those glitches happens, and some zombie kills you out of nowhere for no reason. And then you're just like, fuck, I just lost three hours of gameplay. See, that's the kind of game that would benefit from just one simple thing. Save states. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's all you need, and then you're then you're good. Take a step, save the state. Take a step, save the state. <laughs> I've done that. Uh, yeah, well, you know, man. Yeah, you you almost need that for this game. But anyway, so yes, that rounds out my worst games. I was, then, doing, uh, I was doing the Sonic the Hedgehog games on Xbox 360, and I wanted to get all the achievements. And I was literally was doing like save state, save state, save state. I'm like, all right, I'm in a special stage, and I need to get the the chaos emerald. Save state, save state, save state, save state, save state. <laughs> load state, load state, save state, load state. <laughs> it's bad when you're like all of a sudden your your system's like not enough memory, and you're like, dude, I had like a, you know hundred gigs on this hard drive before I started. <laughs> I still remember my first computer had 500 megabytes and thinking I will never fill this. Yeah. <laughs> I will never ever fill this. Oh yeah, you'll fill it. <laughs> well, I mean, you might. It's amazing because my second favorite game of all time is only 1.4 megs. I mean, that's crazy. What do you Mario think? Mario Brothers about? is like 500. Like, and I think it's like 20 kilobytes or something. It's ridiculously small. Yeah, yeah tiny. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, your favorite games. So, okay, favorite games. Top of the list, MechWarrior 2. Oh, yeah. Is that, now, is that the PC version or PlayStation? Oh, no, they only ever had PC, I think, for that. No, MechWarrior 2 is on PlayStation. Really? Yeah. PlayStation or PlayStation 2? PlayStation. Oh, oh man, it's got to be something else, because that would be weird for them to bring MechWarrior 2 to it, because MechWarrior 2 came out well before the PlayStation. I mean, that's an old-ass game. That's, like, dog Yeah, but porting an old game to a console, also, like, it might have been, like, it might have came out when the console first released. That's not unheard of. They'll just pick anything, just, like, get shit on this. <laughs> I'll show you after after the, after the we do this, I'll show you MechWarrior 2 is on PlayStation. Oh. Oh, bizarre. Well, anyway, fuck PlayStation. Uh, we'll talk to see. <laughs> Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? Oh, which one do I like better? Which one do you have now? Oh, I, I got both. Oh, okay, which one do you prefer? Uh, you, are you talking like original, like PlayStation 1 and Xbox? Or are you talking no, like... It, okay, you have an Xbox, Xbox 1 and a PlayStation 4. Someone oh, says no, no, you I only have PlayStation one. 4. PlayStation 4? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no question. There's absolutely... It would be the dumbest decision a person could make in gaming to get an Xbox One instead of a PS4. 
How about if they had an Xbox One X and a PlayStation 4 Pro and they sold their PlayStation 4 Pro off because they were no new games coming out for it that they wanted? Well, if there are no games, then sure. But oh. the reason why I say the PlayStation ecosystem right now is the one is just because the, man, the exclusive games for Sony this generation. I completely epic. agree. Yeah, so no. many home runs, whereas the Xbox isn't that shit. Like if, if you're comparing the One X versus the 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 PS4 Pro, it literally for me, for me came down to the PlayStation has better exclusives, but if it's on a system versus system, the One X outdoes the PlayStation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. To be sure. So I did all the exclusives I wanted to do. I didn't do The Last of Us 2, but now hearing what The Last of Us 2 might be, I'm kind of glad I'm not going to play it now. I don't know. If, of course, now they're backtracking and they're changing the game up, I guess, but yeah, but I don't want to ruin it for anybody. For the original idea, you're going to billion of uh, exclusives still that are, which is why I'm leaning towards PlayStation for this new one, even though I want to go Xbox in this new generation. But they still Xbox hasn't demonstrated that they got the games. Like there's a, uh, oh man, there's a uh, several others. Like, did you ever play? Uh, oh fuck, what is that called? Uh, it's the one where you're fighting the like dino, the robot dinos in the future. You know what I'm talking about? I just instantly think of Turok, but it's not Turok, is it? I think of Dino Riders, which is like a show back in the 80s. <laughs> Dinobots. Is it Dinobots? <laughs> <laughs> Me, Grimlock on X. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Horizon Zero Dawn. What's that? Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Okay. Highly I- recommend. It's one of the best games ever made. It's not on my list because I got some others that I think are even better. But it, it's like top tier, amazing game. And PS5 is going to have the sequel to it. So I'm like, ah, man, lean towards that. From what I can see from what's on paper, both systems have their pluses and minuses. Um, I think that the the Xbox has probably better hardware, but the design of the PlayStation 5 Make, I think it's going to be a wash with a lot of games. Some games might play a little bit better on one than the other, but the PlayStation set up, I think, was it like bigger, better band, like better bus speed versus faster hardware is kind of what it comes out to, I think. Oh, well, I, I know about it. So, so yeah. basically, the, they have almost identical hardware. It's, Which it's is the what same. they have in the current generation. It's almost identical. Yeah. AMD is making both systems. It's- oh, yeah. So they make both systems. Now, they're basically, what it comes down to is the cooling system design. And uh, Sony is confident in its cooling system. And so what they've done is they've taken it. They bought cheaper chip version of the chip. So it's the same chip, but they got a lower bend version where some of the cores are disabled because they just, they can't rely, they're not reliable. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they got a cheaper deal on it, and they said, all right, well, so it's the, this chip has fewer processing cores, but what we'll do is we'll make up for that by ramping up the clock speed. Granted, that chews up a lot more power and creates a lot more heat. So we'll, hopefully they can cool it. They seem to think they can. And they also have a higher memory or a bandwidth from, with the, between there and the storage. Yeah. Whereas with the, the new Xbox... They have more cores, but they're running at a slower, a much reduced clock speed. And their but storage... you can wrap that up. Those things could be turbocharged, right? Like, they're not stuck at that lower speed. Oh, they are. They are. Oh, okay. 
you know, because with the consoles, like you are, you're stuck. Your your limiting factor is the Kool-Aid, and you can't yeah. really mess with the Kool-Aid. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, they learned that lesson with the 360. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, Xbox is like PlayStation. Oh yeah, you guys got two of the uh, Red Ring. Yeah, we've been there. Xbox now is like, okay, we're gonna clock down our processors and build gigantic heat sinks on everything. So like, if you see the teardowns for like the Xbox One, the heat sinks are ridiculously huge. Now. And I'm like, yeah, because after the 360, they're not taking chances anymore. Well, not just after the 360, after the Xbox as well too, because the Xbox has an issue with the internal clock where it 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 can I don't know like burst or whatever it is, and then the the mercury in there just gets all over the system and kills it. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. And it's it's every I think it's like there hasn't been a perfect system yet. They all have their inherent flaws. I mean, we can go all the way back to the NES with the fact that just because that tray went up and down, that screwed up the pins on the inside, and everybody's there blowing into their cartridge, making it even worse. (laughs) (laughs) Like that actually only worked because the the moisture in your breath made the the pins more conductive because that also caused more rust yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, to be honest you probably don't even need to blow it it's probably just the fact that you pull it out and reseed it yeah exactly. you know you do it enough times you might get good contact with those pins <laughs> well mm-hmm. yeah I, I used an nes last year and literally i'm sitting there with the door open and i'm just jiggling it with my thumbs and hitting reset at the same time and eventually it just works yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they had us convinced that it was dust, so you gotta buy a a, a cleaning kit for your Nintendo. The cleaning kit was good though because it did get the dirt off the contacts. Yeah. But cleaning your system, even if you're running a Genesis, which are notoriously good, notorious, mm-hmm. the Genesis are like tanks. They run no matter. You, you could beat the living shit out of it. The thing runs. Uh, but even a nose, you'll get into the issues where you gotta clean the contacts every once in a while. It just, it is what it is. Especially if you get a rental. Remember getting that from the rental place and the cartridges, like you look at it, it's like all brown and shit. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Good old days of Blockbuster. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The Blockbuster exclusives. And now they're all worth zillions of dollars. (laughs) It's the Flintstones at Dinosaur Peak. It's worth all these hundreds of dollars. And it's like, okay, well, how about if I get the Japanese version? Oh, well, that will pay you to take. Oh, yeah. Barbie's Dream House. Was that one of the exclusives? I don't know. Probably. Oh. <laughs> you know what? It's those weird ones that are, though. It's like the ones that nobody would buy are the ones who are the ones that are worth a lot of money now. Yeah. There's a lot of very expensive games that are shit games. They suck. Yeah. That's why they're rare. Nobody bought it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's collectors, you know? It's, yeah. it's not so much game fans. It's collectors who are driving the market now. Like you, it's where you two guys, you both speak Japanese, and uh, the only yeah. other person I know who speaks Japanese is a game collector who has uh, about 600 Nintendo games. He also works at a major wrestling company out of Stanford, Connecticut. I don't want to say their name, but I think that's enough evidence to tell you who it is. He's not a, he's not a wrestler. He works behind the scenes, but he's uh, he, he's five steps away from the crazy guy old man who runs the whole thing <laughs> oh when you because i worked there too i was a temp employee and i was right below him and i'm like 
I'm only six steps away from and he's like, yeah, you're only six steps away from I don't want to say the name. Uh, <laughs> so, so then you got to ask yourself, how many bullets can go into a Magnum? And they always forget about the one in the chamber. There you go. That's a Steven Crowder reference. Well, that's why <laughs> you, you save that one for when the cops show up. Mm-hmm. He did the six. He does a six plus one. Don't forget about the one in the chamber. <laughs> all right, going on to what do we have? Four. Yeah. Four. So, all right. So, so start with Mech Warrior Two. Uh, next one, Fallout Two. Classic PC Fallout game. Games. I heard good things about him. I have Fallout Three on Xbox. I just never play it. I, I never understood what exactly Fallout is. Is Fallout an RPG? Is Fallout yeah. Adventure? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an RPG. Now, granted, the new ones, once Bethesda boss bought the rights, uh, you know, and they made it 3D, it, it's a whole different experience. Oh, they, okay. So you're talking about the 2D version of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they there were... What was that? What system? PC. Oh, it's a PC. Oh, okay. They were only PC... As far as I know, they were only PC games back in the day. There are three of them. There's Fallout <laughs> 1, Fallout 2, and Fallout Tactics. Okay. And Fallout 1 and 2 are fairly straightforward, isometric, uh, pixel-based RPGs. So they like to do Duke, Duke Nukem and Grand Theft Auto were both non-3D until their third version. Yeah, I guess. It's almost like a rule back then. It's like, it's the third game. We have to make it 3D. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. Because there's a 3 in the title. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, love that. Uh, let's see. Next one's uh, Supreme Commander, uh, aka Total Annihilation. So it's a weird one where it was uh, some fledgling game studio made this game called Total Annihilation in the early days of PC gaming, and wow. then later they had they got a major publishing deal, and so they had they were flush with cash, and they basically remade their game and they changed it to Supreme Commander. But it's basically the same game, just Way better with way more polish. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah, actually, sorry, that, that title, Total Annihilation, this is actually, I can see why you'd like that because just so you know, Ben, I, just one of these times I remember I was playing a, a game with Demon Slayer. It's a board game. And he had some super strong weapons. So he he goes like, he goes, you know what? Um, I'm going to attack these guys. They're all dead. I don't even have to roll. Because that's kind of his personality. He's like, they're all dead. They're just destroyed. It's like the, the, the guy in summer camp, we're playing Risk, and he just takes the entire tub of guys and puts it on his country. And he just says, I'm going to have this much anyways my next turn. And he, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even take him out of the tub. He just puts the tub right there on the country. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh, so you have 600 guys in India. Yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Does the Total Annihilation uh, title fit for the game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yes. There you go. So the, the game and its kind of redone version, Supreme Commander, mm-hmm. they're uh, the best that I've ever encountered of real-time strategy games. Mm-hmm. They're, I like them because uh, – so two things. One is they're extremely moddable, and there's a great modding community. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other reason why I like them is that – they're the only real-time strategy games that are actually have strategy. Because all the other ones, 
like you, know, you play Command and Conquer and I was about to say Command and Conquer. And uh, oh gosh, what is Blizzard's versus Starcraft and, and that kind of shit? And, and it's just the spam thing, you know. It's just who can click just the littlest bit quicker to spam out a bunch of units and then just throw them at them. Just tank rush. You, tank you, rush, ever played tank Star, rush. you ever played the Star Trek one? No, no. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it was actually really good. That one was like you can get ships from like almost any generation. And yeah. they had uh, Worf was in it, Picard's in it. And I don't say Worf and Picard, I actually mean the actors, the, official, the actual people. Um and it was, yeah, it was actually pretty decent, and like because like Picard's retired, so he's like you know they only got John Luke or um, what's the name of the actor, Patrick Stewart. Oh, Patrick Stewart. They, got, they got Patrick Stewart for like the beginning of the game, but the, for the most of it, you're it's Michael Dorn doing the voice as as Worf because you're playing as Worf. Oh, right? okay. And you're the cap, and you got to build and like it's real time strategy where you have to build a star base, and then you have to build a thing to make ships, and then you got to build a thing that supplies the ships, and all this other stuff, and then. <laughs> You have to watch out because the Borg's coming, and you can see them slowly making their way across the map. <laughs> You're like, ah, uh, shit. Oh, look, the Romulans are coming, too. Uh, but it was actually split up where first you're taking on the Klingons, and it's old school. And then they move on to the future where you're taking on the, and the Klingons can help you. You don't get warped in the beginning. You get warped after that first part. And then yeah. you're taking on the, the, uh, the Romulans. And then now that the Romulans are with you and the Klingons are with you, it's one of the things, once you beat them, all of a sudden the story has, now they're, now they're friends with you. Um, and then, you know, the final part, all three of you needed because you got to fight the Borg. And yeah, the that's the clever. Borg, I like that. You can like play the other way around, and you can play as the Borg. And if you're playing as the Borg, you can take over other people's ships, and they become yours. Wow, all right. You can actually assimilate everybody. They're the only ones who can. All the other ones who have to destroy the enemy... The Borg is yeah. the only one who could assimilate and just take over from that. And it's great. Once you assimilate like a star base, all of a sudden that star base starts making assimilated uh, Federation ships. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh man. I, I, I'm so looking at this up. <laughs> as I, soon as uh, we finish it, here. It starts with an A. Armistance. Arm. Arm. Oh, shoot. I can't remember the name of it. I ha- I used to, I might actually still have it in my uh, my Steam library. I used to have it back in the day when I actually had the, the physical desk. But now everything's Steam. I don't have physical. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I don't have physical PC games anymore. There's big, big time collectors for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I either have it in Steam or it's in GOG. Which, uh, Oh, I can't find it. I have too many things to look through. Yeah, no worries. I, I'll be able to find it. You gave me enough clues, I think. I'll, I'll... Yeah. No, it's a fun game. Like, it, it, you can play as anybody if you're doing just like a if you're just playing like a multiplayer, or if you're just playing for the sake of playing. But if you're in the story mode, you can only do it as the Federation, I think. Okay. I, I played this 20 years ago, so if I'm off on some of the facts, sorry. <laughs> no worries. What memory is what memory is. <laughs> But I think yeah, I did eventually buy it again on one of the online services just to have it, and I haven't played it. I just bought it just so I could have. I know I have it. Yeah. For yeah, old times' sake. <laughs> like I have Star Wars Rebellion, which is another. It's kind of a real time strategy, just more done. Like um, you're more pulled out of the action. You're almost like you're planning the whole thing out, and you're in the, the war room planning it out and seeing it happen. Oh, okay. And that one's called, yeah, Star Wars Rebellion, but that one, you have to buy it through uh, GOG or Steam because it will not run on Windows 10 unless you get it with the proper, they modify it. 
the oh okay and that's a fun yeah. one that one you either do the rebellion or the empire and you're trying to just wipe the other one out yeah yeah and we used to do two-player ones those was back when we would have land parties playing star wars rebellion mm-hmm. yeah oh that does sound awesome it's, it's very similar to like it's actually mike you might like this too it's very similar to like a board game that it used cards mm-hmm. oh okay that's but in a, a pc version it's not star yeah. wars Okay. A lot of it all is like stack based. Like, well, you're fighting this guy, but this guy has more stats than you do, so you're gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. And that was near number four or three. Uh, three, I guess. Okay. So my next one is Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Love that game. That made both of ours, I think, right, Mike? At least one. Uh, of no, it was on yours. It was. It would have been close on mine. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I think it was on yours. So yeah. I mean, that's such a well put together game. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the it's the definition of like these sixteen bit systems got two D gaming perfect. It was made on the eight bit systems, but perfected on the sixteen bit. And Mario World is a perfect example of that. Yeah, and I always say that my you know my favorite system is Super NES, and they're really when you I didn't have very many games, but I mean Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Final Fantasy four. Those games are games that I could just sit there and play and beat, then go back, start them over, play and beat them again, and just keep yeah. doing that. Yeah, same here. Very Nintendo did, a good, did such a good job on that Super Nintendo. Like they even, there's even a Doom that's playable on it. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. there's a Doom playable on Sega Saturn. <laughs> there is one, but it's not very playable. The Jaguar, play some Jag, and play some shitty Doom. Did, I, I thought Jaguar only had, it had Doom. I, know, I thought it only had like Wolfenstein. It had Doom, Wolfenstein, and the game it's known for is Alien vs. Predator, which... Yeah. Oh, man. I remember wanting that, wanting a Jaguar for that game. And then it would have been the only game you would have liked on it. <laughs> yeah. It was so disappointing. Well, okay, the, the Jaguar, I, I, we might have reviewed this already, but the Jaguar was really hard to program for. It had two chips. They were called Tom and Jerry. They were two 32-bit processors. Yeah. But it also had the Motorola 68000. Now, the Motorola 68000 is a famous chip because it is in the ColecoVision. It is in the Sega Genesis. It is in the TurboGrafx-16. It is a very well-used chip in the gaming world. So when programmers saw this, they're like, I can't program for Tom or Jerry, but I know how to program for the Motorola 68000. And that's why you have direct ports from Genesis playing directly exactly the same yeah. <laughs> on an Atari Jaguar. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah. It's that system just uh, bad planning. <laughs> oh man! So my my last one there is uh, Throne of Darkness, and I've, I feel really bad because this one is uh is or I, I shouldn't say I feel bad. I I pity the poor developers who made this. So I think they had grand aspirations and it just didn't pan out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a uh, a Diablo-like game. Oh, Only okay. Blizzard ended up winning out in the war, so it's kind of like this This game is like the Betamax. It's far superior, but just due to market pressures, it ended up not becoming the standard, and instead fucking Diablo did. Ugh, still bitter about this. <laughs> I don't like Diablo very much, but I love Throne Darkness. So Throne it's, Darkness it's, is like HD DVD, and Diablo is Blu-ray. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, actually, people, more people probably remember Betamax than. Yeah, so that's <laughs> why I compared to Betamax. <laughs> yeah, but sure, you, you could pick the, that 
analogy as well. Yeah. What I like about it is, I mean, first of all, the setting's amazing. So they, they take feudal Japan and they wrap up a lot of uh, stories, like traditional Japanese stories, uh, some real-life actual incidents and then some mythical incidents. And they wrap it up into this really compelling narrative that drives the whole thing. And then they, they get the aesthetic of it. So the graphics are amazing for the time. Way, way better than Diablo and Diablo 2. Much higher resolution, much, much better looking, uh, better colors. Uh, you can actually tell what's going on. It doesn't all just look like muddy brown. And the audio is fantastic. But then the gameplay is just phenomenal. So first of all, you have that Diablo aspect of the action RPG, right? Top down, you're moving around, running around with your mouse and stuff. But you have a squad of seven dudes instead of just one character. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes sense to have the squad because everyone has their specialty. Like you have a sorcerer, you have a ninja, you have a tanky guy, you have the leader guy who gives more like buffs and stuff. Like he's inspirational. And he could also assign tactics. And you have these hotkeys where you could assign certain tactics, but you can only do that as long as the leader is there, because the leader basically has to shout out a command, and he actually does. He shouts out in Japanese, and they actually, your guys will organize into certain formations and stuff, and and then they get certain buffs depending on their formation. And also, it uses the environment, too, so you can actually bottleneck. Like, let's say you can lure the enemies to fight you on a bridge, and then you have your leader guy shout out a command, and your people organize a certain way so that the tank guy is blocking and the enemies can't get to you past the tank guy on the bridge. You know, because the bridge is only so wide. I keep thinking of that one game where they got that one clip where, where these guys, it was a similar game to what you're talking about, World of Warcraft. Um, but they were trying to do a raid, and they had all their stuff planned, and all their buddies are together, and then they're front. Leroy friends. Jenkins? Yeah. He comes over yeah. at the bathroom or whatever, and he's like, let's go! He ruins the whole thing. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. That's funny because uh, I, uh, Demon Slayer can tell you about the time that I actually because um, there's there's a, a game that we play together, a board game we play called Shadows of Brimstone. Yeah. Where I had a character, he was a, a cowboy, and his name was was Leroy, but I didn't say the last name. Uh, I gave him the nickname Dusty Bottoms from uh, Three Amigos. So we get to this point where we're going through this cave. And um, it was it was him and another guy were there too, um, and we we're all playing. And and my guy was the cowboy was kind of because uh, it's a role play game, so you have to create the character as well. My cowboy was kind of like, well, what's this on the ground? This is like a big footprint. You guys go ahead. I'll, uh, I'll I want to take a look at this. And you know they go off into the next room, and and there's like some some guys in there that aren't bothering. They're neutral characters. They're just sitting there um, picking up this this element, and as long as you don't encounter them, or if you don't you don't you know okay. become aggressive towards them, they won't become aggressive towards you. So so the two of them are walking along the wall. All of a sudden, as they get to the exit, and I'm like, all you hear from down the hall. All right, old brace, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins. And I have them jump through the room and, and pop one of them dead in the head. So forcing them into this big battle. So then we had they had we you know we had to fight those guys. Then they went back another way, and I'm like, oh, more big footprints because there's there's raptors in the game, 
And they go in, and again, Leroy is like looking at the footprint. They go into this room, and there's like a whole bunch of raptors there that are, you know, starting to, to, to snarl at them and everything. So they back up, and here comes Leroy down the hallway walking towards them like, hey, guys, what did you find? And they're like, nothing, Leroy, nothing. There's nothing there. Just turn around and go back. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Dude, it is 41 degrees and it's snowing outside. What? At my house, it's 41 degrees and it's snowing. That's crazy. And it's May. It's May. World's coming to an end, man. <laughs> yeah. well, speaking of coming to an end, uh, we'll come to an end of my thing. I have, just like with the last one, I have an honorable mention for this. Yeah. It, it didn't quite make the top five, but... Uh, I think it deserves a mention. Do you guys ever play Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines on PC? No. It's an older game? Oh, check it out. You guys got to check it out, especially because there's a sequel finally coming out this year, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Amazing game. So it, it, for the time, it looked good. You know, the graphics are dated now because it's an early PC game, but still pretty decent 3D graphics. Uh, fantastic role-playing game. It's a vampire game, but it's by far the best—not just vampire game, but just role-playing game that I've ever ever encountered. Phenomenal, and they give you so much freedom. You get you get all these quests and stuff, and they're weird, and everyone's different, and they're just bizarre. Like there's one where this real estate developer wants you to basically go into what you—he doesn't tell you, but you find out—is a haunted uh, hotel that he's bought. And he wants you to take care of it, and you end up going through this haunted hotel, and you got to, like, figure out what the hell went on. And it becomes, like, a kind of detective noir thing as you're, like, piecing together this incident that happened ages ago there. And if you figure out all the clues right, you could actually figure out how to exercise the ghost. And I remember being blown away thinking I was not even thinking I was going to do something like that in this vampire game. And so there's shit like that, and then there's like weird factions and warring and all this stuff. And then the fact that they also give you, when you create your character, there's all these different clans. And you have to pick which vampire clan, and it changes the game dramatically. Like there's one where you can actually be like, I think it's called like a Nazgul or something like that. But it's like the vampires are all like fucked up and like demonic looking. And if you play as one of those, like you can't even go onto the surface. Like you have to travel through the sewers and shit. Because, like, people will flip out if they see you, and they'll just gun you down. Hmm. Interesting. So it's, it's kind of like a, like an Elder Scrolls, but a vampire. Version. Yeah. It's a bit like like one of the better Elder Scrolls games. Like, yeah. maybe Morrowind or something. Yes. But vampires. And, and way better written, and with far fewer bugs. And hmm. more interesting quests. And, and, oh, man, and the combat is amazing. Because that's one of the things that Elder Scrolls has always been kind of bad at. It's like the controls are a little janky, and so the combat's kind of wonky. But this one had fantastic controls, great, great combat, where you could use guns. You could use knives. You could pick an axe. In fact, there was a time when I I just found a, a fire axe, and I was actually able to smash my fist in the glass, pull the fire axe out, and decapitate a dude. Wow. But then you also have all your vampiric powers. And if you level them up, you could do crazy shit with those. Like there was a time where 
I and you could create combos too. Like you could actually combine different vampiric powers. So I actually created this weird thing. I didn't even know that you could do this, but I was just kind of like frustrated and I was mashing keys and I created this combo where I could use my vampiric powers to teleport to the opposite side of the room right underneath the enemy and do like a thing where like a portal, like a blood portal thing opens up in the floor below him and I pull him down into the floor and like chew him up and then you just see like a Evil Dead style like blood geyser come out of the floor. Like, are you going to let him talk about this? This sounds like Mortal Kombat to me. You hate Mortal Kombat. Stop this conversation. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a fatality. Like, I didn't even know this game could do this shit. It's oh, just like awesome. I have to do two different spells at the same time, and that was the result. And I was like, oh, that is amazing. Now, like, imagine like going back in the, in the day where, like, when we were kids and you're playing, like, the Street Fighter game. Imagine being the one who figures out you could throw a fireball. Yeah. Like, what? What? He just, what? <laughs> he just did this kicky thing where he flew it around. What? What? <laughs> and then playing Mortal Kombat, it's like, I just killed the guy. I just took his head off. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, that was very much the feeling. did a punch. But Liu Kang sucks. I'm never using it. <laughs> So th- was that? Did you? Do you still got one left? No, no, that's it. Okay. That was kind of an honorable mention, really, just because like oh, okay. it, it had some issues and it, you know it wasn't quite a perfect game, but it was still very nifty and and way ahead of its time. Because I mean that game came out in like '94 or something like that. Yeah, it's hard to find. Uh, there's not a perfect time frame. I don't think. Superman I mean, you, '64. What's that? Superman 64. Okay, uh, I stand corrected. There's the perfect <laughs> game, Superman 64. <laughs> Which was actually just called Superman, but everybody called it Superman 64 because it was on the Nintendo 64. That's and what happened with a lot of... 64 got that, t- got that subtitle. <laughs> That's what happened with a lot of those games, though. I mean, it's like Castlevania 64. It's just Castlevania. It's like, did you ever play Ocarina of Time? Ocarina of what? Zelda 64? Oh, I played Zelda 64! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Super Mario 64. Well, that actually had 64. I know. <laughs> oh, you know what I bought? I bought Doom 64 on my Xbox. Uh-huh. And it is so much fun. Mm-hmm. It is so much fun. I haven't played Doom 64 since it was on Nintendo 64. Yeah. And I, show me how long it's been since I played it. I only played it as a rental. I actually thought, because I forgot, I thought it was just another port of Doom. Hmm. And then I saw a thing online where they're like, oh, Doom 64 gets ported to the Xbox and PlayStation and Steam. And I'm like, why are they porting that? They just reported regular Doom. Why they? And then I'm like, oh, it's a different game. So I'm like, okay, let me play it again. And I'm playing it, and the, those demon-looking guys who throw the fireballs at you, they gave them skin. And it is the creepiest shit. Like, if you ever watch a movie where they take the skin off of somebody and you just see all the muscle and stuff, mm-hmm. that's what they look like. And it's some scary shit now that we have these new hardware. And I'm like, and the Nintendo 64 just probably didn't look that scary, but this looks yeah. scary. <laughs> it's like if it's just a bunch of guys with no skin and just their muscles showing, mm. firing fireballs at you. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. It's fun, though. It's a lot of fun. And then I was playing, um, oh, Streets of Rage 4. So much fun. 
If you haven't played Streets of Rage 4 yet, if you like beat em ups, play it. It's so much fun. What was that on? Because I just remember 1, 2, and 3. 1, 2, and 3 were originally on a Genesis. Streets of Rage 4 is on any modern system, including Steam. Oh, okay. oh that's right. I got that. I, I got it through uh, the Xbox. Because you know like Xbox the now, you have to buy it for PC or a console, and it runs on either. Oh, okay, because it's on Xbox Game Pass, which is how I played it. Yeah, yeah, that's how I got it. They want $25 for it. And I'm like, I'm not paying $25 for this game. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I agree. I like it, I, but I it's not I paid $20 for AAA bucks. titles. I'm not paying $25 for, for this. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's a lot of fun, and you can unlock a lot of stuff. You can unlock the original guys in their pixelated 16-bit forms if you wanted to. Uh, there's secret stages I haven't even found yet. There's achievements for beating it with every one of the characters. Um, they got some jiggling going on with the women, if you, that's yes. what you're into. Uh, <laughs> it's not that are alive level, but it's there. <laughs> I, I, I can see why Joe from GameStack always plays as the women characters. I'm like, why does he always play? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, I think that kind of wraps everything up for today. Um, I do yeah. have to make a quick announcement. We are on Twitter. I started a Twitter account for the show. Okay. So if you look up the BM show underscore, that would be us. They wanted to give us BM show three, but I'm like, no. When, what's the three? 3D? <laughs> we got to be in 3D now? There you go. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to put like an exclamation point? Is that what you normally do? I, I did an underscore. That was the only thing they let me do. Okay. Because I was like, well, I, 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 I just, and that's what I used when for the short time I was on Instagram with it. But Instagram oh. really isn't the spot for us. I think Twitter, because Twitter is the Wild West. And I went and I posted our Saved by the Bell episode, and I tagged every single person who was ever on Saved by the Bell. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I tagged Mark Paul Gosler. I tagged uh, Mario Lopez. And I even tagged, like, a Saved by the Bell fan group. And I'm like, okay, even if they hate it, they'll get people to come to our website just to give us thumbs down, and that's fine. <laughs> 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 it's like what I did. I remember I used to do the cave, those, the cave reviews and the cave logs where I talk about yeah. cave I, I did one I knew was going to piss people off, and I made sure to share it in the proper groups where I would get the most amount of hate, and it did not work. Uh-huh. I'm going, I'm like, I'm going to have a thousand views, and I'm going to have a hundred thumbs down, and people calling me all kinds of names. Two views. Yeah, well, the thing is, there's more there's more videos nowadays than there are views. I mean, everybody's plopping stuff up nowadays. So I think the statistic was... If you were to watch all the video that got uploaded to YouTube in one minute, it would take your entire life, and you still wouldn't get through them all. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And that's in one minute. Yeah. So it's like there's an insane amount of footage on there. And, uh, yeah, I was actually telling somebody called him a graduate of YouTube University. And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of – YouTube University's got a lot of graduates, man, because you can learn about anything, anything. You can yeah. wire your house. You can build a house. There's probably somebody doing that right now, building a house just on YouTube. <laughs> How do I put a drywall? Putting a drywall. So first on your frame, oh shit, I gotta build a frame. So wait, is, um, is this a guy that's actually 
He's like, yes, I'm in the middle of the house right now. Now I got to set up the plumbing system. So if you can hold on, I'm going to YouTube how to install a plumbing system. Oh, so you're doing a YouTube video. show, a YouTube show of a guy building a house using YouTube videos. Yes. That house. You know what? I'd watch that. <laughs> Praying it was a train wreck. Uh, if they get to that last episode and this whole place don't fall apart, man, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> Do you have anything uh, to add here, Dragon Slayer? Dragon no. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. It's a Slayer. You got anything to add? Yeah, either way. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Uh, whatever you are. Swords and Serpents. Pick a game. Serpent. Now that's a good NES game that no one really played. <laughs> nah, nah. I think we about covered it. I actually thought of Sword and Serpents because I adding all these emulators and systems to my thing. I'm not going to use. It's one of the things that my friend and couldn't find Sword and Serpents because they in the, in the database they use an ampersand. Uh huh. But the file name used the word and. Uh huh. Yeah, well, they can't figure this out. <laughs> they can't figure it out. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to play the heck out of that game. But and, and the way that game worked is you get a code for each character, and then you get a code for your level. So you you learn that you take the code for each character, and then just take code for level one, and you can keep leveling them up and building your stats. Oh, okay. To make them insanely strong. I thought you were talking about like like how like in the old Nintendo games when 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 you learned how the password system worked. Yeah. Like the first one I ever figured out was was for Mega Man Three. Mm. Once I learned how the password system worked, I'm like, oh, shit! I can go to Wiley anytime, or if I want, I can, you know, you can do whatever you want. It's great. Well, the, the problem I had was that I broke the game doing this. I literally broke the game because there was like a spell you get that you need, which is fly, and um, it costs like two magic points. But I had done this so much that my dude had 50 magic points, and I cast it once and deplete it completely. And you had to cast it like multiple times, so I couldn't even beat the game because I I, I used that level code too many times, I guess. Oh, I was wow. stuck on a spot in Shenmue 2 where there's this one guy who's ridiculously hard to beat, and one of the ways you could beat him is if you get the special move mm-hmm. that I completely did not get mm-hmm. because I didn't know. But it was like the same situation. Where I'm like, I can't, I can't get, I don't have this move. I can't beat it. So I'm stuck in a game. Yeah. That's okay, because I'm one of those idiots who sold my PlayStation 4. <laughs> <laughs> and with that note, it's time to call it. So, so everyone, uh, thanks for watching. Hit a thumbs. All if, you one us, if you look over us on, on Twitter, just look, you'll know us. If you wa- heard enough of us, watched enough of us, you know our logo. Just look and our, our Demon Slayer has left. He's already gone? Yeah, the Demon Slayer has left the building. Is that because I got mad at him because he said that I'm, I'm an idiot for selling my PlayStation 4? I don't know. <laughs> I'm implying. I'm implying. <laughs> I gotta eat. So let's All go. Right, All right, well, I'm stopping it now. <laughs>